It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. We're going to go way back in time with today's Utah Weekly Forum. Joining me in studio is Alan Peterson, the director of Trek, the movie. And I say way back in time, but it's yeah, both... Yeah, how far back are we yeah. going here? <laughs> it depends on what we're going to talk about, because as we are approaching the 24th of July and all the history mm-hmm. that represents for the state of Utah, it's really timely that the Trek, the movie, the DVD is out. Right, right. It's just been out for, oh, 10 days or so now. Uh, but first of all, thanks so much for having us on. Really appreciate the chance to come in and visit with you. Well, you know, just the, the other day, thank you for the honor. Just the other day, I was walking... Um, beside Deseret Book, oh. saw some more big yeah. ads. And it, it, I feel such connection. Any of us who's had a family member or have been involved with youth groups that have sent kids on track, we already feel this this connection. But this movie is not just about those of us who've sent kids to reenact the right. Pioneer Crossing. It's right. a family movie. So I, for those of you who join us, I'm not going to skip everything. Let's start from the beginning. Trek the movie does what? What is it about, Alan? Well, Trek the movie is, as you said, it's, it's about a group of kids on their stake Pioneer Trek. But the reason we made the movie is because it's about something a little bigger than that. And it really is about the idea that, you know, bad things happen to good people. And how do we deal with that? And particularly as uh, you know, members of the church, LDS Church, how do we use our faith to get us through those times? And so that's kind of the overall theme. And it's set in an environment of teenage kids out in this foreign environment, this foreign experience where they're removed from the things that they might normally rely on to to kind of support themselves during this time. And, and yet, they have to use their faith, and that's about it. So. And yet there is, there every one of my children had a chance to go on track. I was mm-hmm. so lucky. Where where I grew up as a child, that didn't exist. Right, and we didn't yeah, right. do it, I was right? in the same boat. I've never had a chance to go to some of the original sites. Although as I've done family history, mm-hmm. I was surprised to find out that I did have family members in hand yeah. carts and in winter quarters and, and that they had experienced some really difficult well, if, things. if you live in this state mm-hmm. or if you have you know LDS heritage, then the pioneer experience is part of your heritage. Yes. And we all need to kind of understand that and realize how important those journeys were for what we have today. And that's part of why, why the Trek experience, I think, is so important for young people. Uh, the further we get away from that experience, the less we understand it, the less we appreciate it, and the less we understand and appreciate ourselves. And so to go on an experience where, even though you know it's not completely 100% authentic, it's an experience where oftentimes you'll get to go to some of the original places, you'll get to do some of the original kinds of things, and you'll get to talk about these experiences and the sacrifices that were made by all of our pioneer ancestors. And hopefully, you know, as the Book of Mormon tells us, to remember, if you remember the captivity of our fathers, remember the things that those who went before us did so that we can appreciate, be humble, and continue to create that legacy for you know, the kids that are going to come after us. You know, for generations, um, even before there was written language, we conveyed our values by, by story. 
Mm-hmm. And so you can go into every culture, whether it be Mayan cultures, whether you know be cultures in Africa, and you will find that stories were told about ancestors and about people before, and typically there are embedded in that. That's right. The stories of survival, conquering, believing in ourselves, and and uh, because people have said to me, "Wow, you know, in Utah, and and particularly in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, there is so much attention that is brought." to history, to that, especially the pioneers. Well, to me, that goes very hand in hand with the idea of how do we convey that we are part of something or that we can relate and understand that people in the past have gone through, as you mentioned, very difficult things, been stripped of that which is is, um, important to them, been stripped of material goods, been removed from safety, and had to travel into unknown locations. Completely you know, another planet. And that they became stronger even That's through right. the losses and the difficulties that they went through. Well, there's that classic story of the handcart pioneers talking about the fact that uh, um, in their extremities was how they came to meet God. And I don't know if it's apocryphal in some respects, but talking about the fact that these, the handcart pioneers, particularly who survived, few, if any, ever left the church because they did become so close to to their father in heaven. In fact, we're just uh, we're just working on our next one of our next projects, which is another pioneer story about the um, the Hole in the Rock Saints down in southern Utah. And one of the leaders of that group, uh, Jens Nielsen, was one of the handcart pioneers. Came over with the Willie Company, and he is then sent out on this other expedition. and And he talks about his experience with the Martin Willie Handcart Company and how much he appreciated that. And how grateful he was for that experience and how that strengthened him to be able to continue to do the things he does. So as we talk about that, and for those who have just joined us, this is Alan Peterson, the director of the movie, the, of the tr- of Trek, the movie. <laughs> You're also the producer too, right? right and you have multiple producers. titles. Yeah. Okay. On, on films this size, you've got to wear lots of hats to get them right. done. <laughs> Were you wearing pioneer hats? I was wearing a big old cowboy hat. <laughs> we had to make sure. Yeah. But, but let's, for a minute, we're going to segue back for that um, to the reason why... Uh, those who hold stake treks for youth, mm-hmm. the reason why they replicate some of the, that experience. They yeah. have hand carts. They are stripped of iPhones and, yeah. you know, and, and technology. They're not in their comfort zone. They don't get exactly. to choose who they're walking with. Exactly. They're assigned to a family with a ma and a pa. And they, for just a few days, are put in a similar situation and learn and grow so much from well, that. and it gives it gives them. I, I think the hope is it gives them the opportunity to cut through all of those barriers, walls, things that we put on on top of ourselves that kind of shield us from things that are happening around us. Uh, but at the same time, those things shield us from be, uh, becoming and discovering who we really are. And so, when all of a sudden you're out in this, you know, my my kids just got back from trek, you know, two weeks ago. So they still have sand in between their toes, probably. So (laughs) to see them come back and see they're hot and sweaty and you can just tell uh, the discomfort they've been through and the disassociation from everything that was familiar. But that gives you the opportunity to ask those questions about yourself, about your relationship to God and and get get really clear. You know, hopefully you take that opportunity to get really clear about those things. And they can be the experiences. I know for some of the kids, it's experience an experience that will will start or 
add to the foundation that lasts them for the rest of their life. And so that's that's why we do those things. That's why it's important to do those you things. You have a terrific cast of oh, actors. Incredible. And they're young. I'm wondering, as you're beginning the movie, and by the way, there's if you, if you are one of the few that hasn't seen Trek, the movie, with the DVD out, you now can have it in your home and, mm-hmm. and watch this and rewatch this. I'm curious, with such a young acting staff, you know, um, did you meet, and kind of gather together and, and before it began to talk a little bit? Or did you guys just go in progress? Um, the film came together very, very quickly. I mean, it's one of those things where it's hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, and then all of a sudden it was just And you together. shot it in a number of days. Yeah, we shot it in about 15 days. Um, and it took, you know, it took 16 years to get the film made from concept to, to completion. But when it really started moving, it just happened so fast. And with our, you know, our limited budget, we didn't have the time or the luxury to bring our cast together and sit down and do a read through and, and do all those kinds of things that you would love to be able to do. Except, can I just interject for just a minute? Isn't that putting those cast members into a more similar situation of what youth really go through? There's no real big prep. They just show up and start well, and experiencing. That's why, and that's why we got really wonderful professional actors um, very, very experienced uh, by and large, and people who who knew what they were doing knew what they knew what was expected. We needed them to bring a lot to the table we didn 't have a lot of time to spend a lot of time you know working and method acting our way into something and taking that time and so uh, our, our cast was absolutely incredible just I, I think back on that today, and that 's maybe one of the biggest miracles of the whole project was getting this this group of people together and these young performers by and large who were just extraordinary, who I really didn't have to do a whole lot of directing with. I just kind of pointed them a little bit in the direction, and, and they just went. And they were incredible, incredible. Uh, we had a couple who, were, who had, uh, had not been in movies before. Um, the, the gal who plays um, Grace Eyre, who plays, uh, um, plays uh, Shauna, the sister, the, the annoying sister. <laughs> this is the first film that she'd been in. And she was incredible. I didn't know that going in. I had no idea. We didn't, I didn't ask a lot of those kinds of questions when we were auditioning. I just kind of got a feel and saw what they were able to do and saw how flexible they could be when we directed them. She was incredible. Oh, my gosh. She knocked it out of the park. She's going to be fantastic. And then we had on the other end of that, we had uh, actors uh, like uh, Christy Summerhays, who everyone would recognize. She's, been just, she's in Hereditary right now that's out. Uh, Joel Bishop, who's done a lot of work. And uh, very, very experienced. Austin Grant and Stefania Barr, both really, really experienced uh, actors. Really like Austin Grant. I had a chance oh, to meet him. Oh what, a, what a personality. Yeah. Uh, give it two years and you're going to see him in the biggest films with the biggest names. He's, he's, he's a great young man. Great talent. Looking forward to big things from him. Now, the plot line hinges on um, a youth who has... A very difficult experience. Right, on Austin's character. Mm-hmm. And without, uh, you know, too many spoilers here. Sure. He's had a real tragedy in his life that uh, the backstory of the film had occurred a year earlier. And it shakes his faith. And he really doesn't know if he believes any of it anymore. And so he finds himself on this trek because his dad bribes him. His dad's kind of at the end of his rope, doesn't know what to do to help his son. And so he basically bribes him with a ski pass to Park City, one of the resorts up in Park City. And so he goes, and uh, and in this experience, he he's forced to deal with some of these questions that he's had uh, in association with his his friends, who he's been kind of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's been kind of distanced from them, and uh, gets put back together with them, and then with this young woman who he's never met before, this uh, this teenager from California, who shows up there, who he becomes 
quite quite attracted to and becomes friends with over the experience of the trek. And that experience, when he goes on his journey mm-hmm. and explores the difficulties and and the questions he has about the meaning of life, to me is something that every one of us can relate to. And yet, often we don't know that that's the part of life. We sometimes believe that if we, you know, do these things, right. we we're going to have a list. check off the list. We're going to have this straight line. And yeah. that couldn't be further from the truth. It is part of our normal human experience right. to well, have look, these difficult I'm an, I'm an things, right? And, and I, I think we all are, I, you know, I certainly didn't plan in my life to, you know, go through a divorce and to be raising stepkids and to, you know, I had no idea I was going to be in the movie industry. So we all have those kinds of things. And I think that's part of the brilliance of the script by David Howard and John Enos. Um, they captured that that real that, that reality that we all deal with and kind of focus that on Tom's character, uh, the character of Tom Austin Grant, who plays that character, um, so that he can be related to by people who are not just not just members of the church, but that experience of of life not going according to plan and bad things happening to good people that happens to all of us, and so that's universal. And so even though this is an inside baseball movie, you know, it's, 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 it's Mormon to the core, uh, we have had some great response from people who are not members of the church who have come and have seen the film and talked about how much they appreciated seeing that journey of Tom's character and seeing him grapple with those questions because they've grappled with those questions as we all have. It's interesting, and, and I appreciate the fact that you shared that that a wide audience of those who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or those who may not be members but are curious that they will watch this and pull from this um, ideas and concepts that they appreciate, that they'll laugh at, that yeah. they'll relate to. And when we say something is Mormon to the core, our Mormon uh, culture is so diverse. So many people have such different experiences, and we bring that different background and experience to this movie well, as well. That's for me. Pers- that's one of the reasons why I got involved in film is because that. That experience of sitting in a theater with a bunch of strangers and being brought together by this this event that's happening in front of you on the screen is is magical to me. I, I find that just so fascinating that we can be brought together by that. It's one of the you know it's one of the last communal experiences we have now. Um, and it gets back to the point you're talking about storytelling. Um, some interesting interesting this is getting in the weeds a little bit, but some interesting uh, science about it is that that storytelling process when we start when we are talking with another individual or participating in that process, um, our brains actually release um, oxytocin. Feels good. Exactly. And our brains start looking and, and reacting the same. We actually, when we talk about you know, being on the same wavelength, it's literally true. When we, when we experience human personal stories, we become joined together, literally. So physically. our body is physiologically yes. wired to be able to understand other people, connect to other people through the sto- yeah. through the process. It doesn't of happen storytelling. when we're talking about data. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're talking about the box office numbers sure. or this, that, and the other thing. But when we talk about the experience we had at the movie, um, that's what happens. Those things get released, and we we bond with each other. And that is a, that's an incredible experience, and and experiences that we're having less and less of because you know we all have our phones and those sure. kind of things that build this little bubble around ourselves. And we no longer interact with each other. It's interesting, too, because I know that 
as uh, information comes out that talks about that bubble, ways for us to pop the bubble mm-hmm. <laughs> and to um, bring the walls down and bring us together. I know as a parent, I was always looking for experiences that would help my kids have uh, grow closer to me, me to connect right. with them, um, great experiences together, you know, Sunday afternoons, yeah. not just Monday nights. Well, that's what and Trek is about. That, that, it's getting those kids out of that bubble. Right. The physical experience. And then you hope that the movie, you know, as a filmmaker, sure. I hope that that experience of bringing families together, creating an opportunity for them to come together and share an experience like that will create that bonding. Um, our hope for the film is that this creates that opportunity. You know, I, as a parent, look, just this last Sunday, I was doing the same thing. You know, I was like, what am I going to do to get my kids off of their devices and get us together? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And so one of the things that we can do is get on those devices together or share a movie. Right. And so our hope is that Trek will provide that opportunity, you know, as a parent on a Sunday afternoon when you're trying to find something that, that will break them out of the things they do the other six days of the week and bring you together as a family. Trek is one of those things that can do that. Especially right now for me, as we look at the 24th of July, yeah, Day, right. how do we connect with it? I mean, I didn't. I grew up not knowing that I had any family history that was involved in Pioneers. Yeah. I just didn't know at all. So we, I would dress up and, and not really feel any more connection other than that. Yeah. And, and then, you know, eventually I understood. So to me, um, it's an opportunity to say we can all connect to that history, even if it's not in our lineage, if it's not yeah. in our faith, that sense of watch this, talk about what is it like for us as human beings to navigate this journey, be well, stripped a, of those things that a, define us. There's a great yeah. uh, scene in the film where uh, the character of Bob Pratt, played by Joel Bishop, is gathered with all of the Trekkers, and he's talking about the experience that the Martin Willie Hancock Company had at, uh, at uh, Devil's Gate. And, you know, as you read that story and you think about Rocky Ridge, you know, this, this is an opportunity to, to talk about that and talk about the sacrifices that these people made and the fact that they got through that because of their faith. I mean, they faced death. Some of them died and some of them willingly died because of their faith and because they believed a prophet of God had asked them to do this thing. Now, you take that out into society today and people just go, okay, that's just weird. That is really weird. But it's incredibly powerful. It's incredibly beautiful because it is so it, – it has that capacity to strengthen us in our time of need today. I mean, the world's a tough place today. There are miraculous, wonderful things happening, but it's also a crazy, confused – you know, you talk about people um, – wandering to and fro with itching ears and, and not able to, you know, wandering around trying to find truth and not able to find it. And that's the day that we live in. And so by looking back, by using something like, you know, as a simple and seemingly as silly as a movie like Trek, to be able to begin those conversations to help us understand, well, why would a kid in this situation, why would he turn to his faith? Why would he not turn to his faith? Okay, how do we in our own lives today, when we're faced with those kind of things, why do we choose to turn to our faith? Or what about those instances where we choose not to turn to our faith? You know, let's talk about those things. As a parent, I want my kids to think about those kind of things because I want them to make the choice to turn to their faith. And so hopefully, here's an example. Fictionalized, yes, but real in the sense that we've all been through those experiences. To to begin that conversation, to help them make those choices. Film director and producer... Uh, Alan Peterson, we're talking about the release of Trek the Movie. The thing I've failed to do is to bring up humor. 
So <laughs> I know, and this because, is David because Howard the, always the, gets the, on me for you this. You know, and, and I, I, I well, I'm an I adult. I'm all, you know when I'm an adult. And I am looking, I am looking for messages and entertainment that will touch right. the, my children's soul. Yeah. Because that resonates with them. But well, to reach them, you got to use some humor, you use some and you've humor, done a great job with that. And again, I, I credit all this to, to David and John and the, the guys who originated the concept of the film. Uh, the, I mean, the film starts out funny. I mean, it really, it really is a funny, funny film. David, you know, the writer of Galaxy Quest, uh, David understands humor as well as anybody. And and brought in some wonderful stuff in the in the beginning of the film that I, that I think does two things. One creates an environment where you can just kind of laugh and enjoy, and we all know what happens when we when we when we're like that. And it uh, it it opens you up so that we can then bring in some of the more serious spiritual stuff later, and you're more receptive to it. Uh, but it is it's a very a very funny film. I mean, I'll just quickly. I was going to say, come on, you got to give us one, one of the, the humorous one of, there's, things there's, to there's watch great, for. There's a great scene where. Um, Ryan Brown, who plays Sterling in the film, he's kind of our comic relief, uh, where he, he's got a thing about food and eating and, twi- and he's got the, he gets these Twinkies. He manages to get these Twinkies that get smuggled in and he just gorges himself on them, falls asleep. And the next morning he's woken up by a skunk licking his face. <laughs> and that was the first scene we shot in the whole movie. Day one, scene one, that was the first thing we did. And, uh, originally the script called for a raccoon. And working with raccoons is, is difficult. They're a much more challenging animal. And so we thought, we got to find something else. So we decided a skunk. And, you know, so we start making phone calls to find a skunk. And we find some a great team of animal wranglers here. And they said, well, we've got two skunks. You've got a choice. You can pick this older one that we've trained a lot, worked in a lot of movies, very experienced. <laughs> okay, I, I need to say, I had no idea there was trained skunks. This oh, is... <laughs> yeah. Of course. Okay, keep going. We've got, we've got it all. Um, there are horny toads in the movie. Okay, so, <laughs> trained um, toads. <laughs> um, but boy, their agents were really hard to deal with. <laughs> I bet, jumping so, everywhere. So we had, this, we had this choice to make on these two skunks. The older one that was very well trained mm-hmm. and... But it, but it was kind of ratty looking. Its mm-hmm. tail was kind of. We all know, get that way as we exactly get, like, age, as get sure. older. Um, and then we had this younger skunk that was just, you know, a few months old, cute as could be, but had not really been trained mm-hmm. that well. So they sent me some pictures of him and they sent a little video of this little skunk interacting with their son. And so I thought, oh, we got to have this cute little skunk. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the one we got to have. So then they told me, well, um, <laughs> This little skunk has not is not old enough to have been descented yet. Oh my goodness! So he's not descented. <laughs> the older one is, but it just doesn't look that. I don't think we're going to have any problems, but you just need to be aware of that. So I thought about it. and I thought, okay, we got to do what's going to be best for pictures. We're going to so take gonna, one for the team. Take the, we're going to take the younger skunk, and I just won't tell anybody that it hasn't been descented. So we'll just hope that we get through that and it, nothing happens. So the very first scene, <laughs> we're doing this in the back of my mind. I'm going, man, this is either going to be really fantastic or it's going to ruin the entire movie if this skunk, you know, decides to spray Let's somebody. Let's go, sure. So skunk was fantastic, performed beautifully. Scenes were great, wrapped it up, done. Skunk, you know, everybody picked it. Oh, the skunk's so cute and petting <laughs> it and holding it and everything like that. Got it all done and off the set. And then I told my, my line <laughs> producer, poor Bryce Fillmore, um, By the Bryce way, Bryce is one of the greatest guys in, in the world. We, we, it was such a privilege to work with him. Um, but I told him, so he pulled me aside and says, Alan, are there any other surprises I need to know about on this film before we go any further? <laughs> I, said, I said, no, no, that's the, only, that's the only one like that that you'll have to deal with. 
Uh, and what a, a fatherly decision not to inform the cast yeah. ahead of time. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we'll watch for that scene as well. Trek the movie out on DVD. A perfect um, opportunity to share an experience with the kids, have some fun, and then touch on some real serious uh, concepts that we all want to be talking about as families anyways. We typically don't get together and go, by the way, kids, we're going to hit some rough spots ahead. Here's yeah. how you're going to navigate it. But we do need to have those experiences well, and I those conversations. I kind of grew up, you were talking about that checklist, mm-hmm. you were talking about the list of yeah. things you do. And I kind of grew up, grew up like that. And I don't know if there's anything wrong with that, but it's you know, it's kind of how, how we hope life will go well, and we'd rather have fewer rough spots than more. Uh, but nobody's life ends up that way. You know, I, I, I don't think anybody's life goes exactly how they plan it. And so uh, how, do we, how do we do that with our kids? How do we get them prepared for that? How do we help them understand that it's going to happen? And it's okay. And, in fact, that's the plan. The plan really is to hit those bumps and to have those rough spots. It's not the plan that I thought it was where, no, you just work really hard, do everything you can, and you can avoid the bumps. That's you know you're doing things right if you're avoiding those bumps. Well, no, that is not the case. In fact, sometimes the opposite is true. You're doing it right when you have the bumps and you have the problems and you have the challenges. Um, so, you know, as kids have got to be ready. for Adults, we've got to be ready for that. I mean, you know, we're still meeting challenges and running into hard things and doing difficult stuff. That's and just sort of the nature of life. One other tease before I uh, let you go is um, when you meet the mom and pause and Trek the movie, mm-hmm. if you've been on Trek, uh, or your kids have, they may just recognize a few of the um, characteristics right. from some of the mom pals. And I just wanted to leave that there because yeah. it's, we're talking about the kids, but, you know, having moms and paws out but there. They're, they're a really important part of the experience. Exactly. Absolutely. Adding and, more color. Uh, and I think David and John did a great job of creating some wonderful composites, uh, maybe a little stereotypical in some sense, but that helps us provide a little more comic mm-hmm. relief. Uh, but, but again, great characters. I mentioned Christy Summerhay. She plays one of those adult leaders. Um, and then we had, uh, Michael Todd Barons and, uh, Allie Durham and then Joel. Allie's a neighbor of mine, by the way. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Dear Allie, is extraordinary. Were, when she came in and did her audition, it was like, it was, that was one of those experiences where we just went, yep, done. We know exactly <laughs> what we want. And I'd, I'd had a chance to work with Allie and her husband in the past. Sure. So knew the level of professionalism she brought. And that's another example. We didn't right. have time to spend a ton of time saying, okay, here's your character. And, and that was a challenging character, um, Tracy, because it's a comedic count, uh, character, but we didn't want her too far over the top. And uh, Allie just brought it in every day, knew exactly what needed to be done. And again, I just had to just tweak and guide just a little and, bit. I need to say for anyone who knows that you're going to be mom and pa and you haven't gone out on your track yet, go ahead and watch this. And then you can decide which, which style of mom and pa you want to be. Or whether you even <laughs> want to go or not. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to have a broken leg that week. Where, yeah. where can we get Trek, the movie, the DVD? Uh, number one, it's available at Deseret Book. Okay. And you can get it in the stores. You can get it online. It's also available in Walmart along the Wasatch Front here. Bravo. Uh, and uh, it's also available on Amazon and iTunes. Those should be, uh, should be up and running by then. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, and Siegel, Siegel Book. Book. Thank okay. you, Michelle. Our publicist is here keeping me straight. Yeah, I was yeah, trying to read her Book. lips as well. Thanks, right. Michelle. So, so thank you for putting your heart and soul and working on this project. Uh, 17 years. It reminds me of the song, and walked and walked and walked, walked and walked. walked. Yeah, but it's exactly. here. Trek, yeah. the movie out on DVD. And Alan Peterson, the director and producer, thank you for joining us thank on this week's so edition and of Utah Weekly Forum. Thanks I hope Forum. you enjoy the film.